It's the Gate 33. The word transparent came to me. This was a while back, and it has come in many shapes and forms. And But it, there's something very, very special when the word resonates in a specific season. It revisits. The word of God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. One night, I sat down and I said, well, Lord, I'm getting this vision of a heart, right? And in this heart, it was pumping. It was so beautiful, colors that I can't even describe. But in this heart, there were open scrolls. There were different words like patience and, and love and kindness, words like peace, joy, all stemming from this heart. I sat down and I said, well, I have to write about this because he's relating it to transparent. Many of us receive visions and dreams and and symbols, and God speaks to us in different ways. And, and I pray that this resonates with you. I'm going to start with the definition of transparent. This is what I got. Allowing light to pass through so that objects behind can be distinctly seen. What? Allowing light to pass through so that objects can be distinctly seen. Are we allowing the light of the Lord pass through us, transpire through us, so that his glory can be exposed in every situation. Now, there's, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. We know we've missed it. We know that we're imperfect, but he's perfect in us. There's always a welcoming heart in the kingdom. And for those who don't have Jesus in your life, it's as simple as receiving it and saying out loud with your heart, I receive you, Jesus, in my life. I give you my life. Use it. Thank you for dying for me so that I could have freedom and life and eternity in Jesus' name. And you're in the book of life. And there's a whole celebration happening because you, because of, because of your acceptance of Jesus in your heart. Hallelujah. With transparency, when I sat and I saw that vision and I wanted to, to get deeper into that explanation, the Lord routed me to Zechariah 4, and I'm going to read it. I'm going to read half the chapter, and we'll take it from there, okay? But while I search it, many of us tend to shut down, right? Feeling that we're not worthy of sharing something, right? Or because of our life experiences or being hurt, we tend to just back out in, this, in a situation where we know we could have ministered to somebody, we could have been of support, even just by giving them a simple hug, we could have exposed that light, that light and that transparency of, of how the Lord really operates and building blocks, building stones. It doesn't have to be all in one shot, but you are allowed to get there. His grace, His mercy, and it's sufficient and forevermore. Zechariah 4. <laughs> Let's go here. So, then the angel who had been talking with me returned and woke me as though I had been asleep. What do you see? He asked. I answered, I see a solid gold lampstand with a bowl of oil on top of it. Around the bowl are seven lamps, each having seven spouts with wicks. And I see two olive trees, one on each side of the bowl. Then I asked the angel, what are these, my Lord? What do you mean? Don't you know, the angel asked. 
No, my lord, I replied. Then he said to me, This is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force, nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of Heaven's army. There's a lot here. There's a lot to, to discover, but let me give you what I got here. Zechariah, at the moment of, you know how we wake up and sometimes we're just lightheaded because we're just coming out of just getting up and we don't understand the vision right away. Well, the, the angel of the Lord wanted to make sure that Zechariah understood the vision because he had to make, he asked, okay, do you understand what this means? He's like, no, what does this mean? And two olive trees on the side. At that time, there was no, uh, there, there were no trees inside the temple. In the midst of reading this, the olive tree, the oil, the supply at the time was not consistent. They had to clean the wicks and it, there wasn't a consistent abundant supply. So what the Lord was showing the angel to, to, to Zechariah was that there is a nonstop abundant supply, nonstop through the Holy Spirit. He supplies the oil. He refreshes, he heals, he he guides. And at the time, Zerubbabel was a civic leader in Jerusalem and needed the encouragement. Zechariah was there as a prophet to encourage him, to say, hey, you know, you can do this. In translation of today's day, yay, bro, let's go. No, you got this. You got this, bro. So at that time, Zerubbabel needed the encouragement there was a, a, a waiting of approximately 20 years with these ruins laying on top of each other in the rebuilding. And how many of you know that nowadays we want uh, to make sure that we execute anything by our will, pleasing man, being, uh, being, being used in the soulless realm by, our, by, by the might of our strength. And guess what? Things aren't, uh, there's not a sense of fulfillment at the end of the day, because we decided to go about it the way, oh, our credit, we accomplished this. No, what he's saying here is that the promises of the Lord will be accomplished. I have assigned you, Zechariah, to tell Zerubbabel this, to encourage him and his people. So in the midst of that, how many of you know that in the sense of, of, of nowadays, we want to get things done, we tend not to check our hearts consistently and being transparent and honest with each other, with ourselves. The word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword, allowing us to examine, examine and have a, have a relationship and guidance from the Holy Spirit every moment, every second of the day. And it, and it allows our heart to pump the way he wants it to pump. To, and that gets me pumped, okay? Yes, Pastor Ben? So it gets me pumped. Yes, hallelujah. And what I love about this, the process of the strength of the Lord being executed and walking in the spirit and being earthly good, which is something we just shared, allows us to understand what visions, understand the vision of the Lord through his word. How does that operate in our life? How does that speak to me today? How can I uh, get that abundant supply? Well, Let's keep reading. Nothing, even a mighty mountain, will stand in Zerubbabel's way. So he's already saying, no matter what happens, nothing's going to stand in his way. But as long as he's aligned with me and that he's seeking me and that he knows that, that I'm the resource, it will be done. 
And in this life, we go to, there's our go-to people. There's that one person we'll listen to, but the other we won't listen to. What is, what is the heart of the Lord tells us about any given situation? Let me keep reading. I went back. So nothing, not even a mighty mountain will stand in Zerubbabel's way. Hallelujah. It will become level plain for him, before him, meaning it will, be, it will come to completion. And when Zerubbabel sets the final stone of the temple in place, the people will shout, May God bless it. May God bless it. His grace. What? Then another message came to me from the Lord. Zerubbabel is the one who laid the foundation of this temple, and he will complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Confirmation. Do not despise these small beginnings. How many of us think that we can't uh, get to point A to B because... There is X amount of letters in between. And no, it does not matter as long as we're following the same process that the Lord wants us at his, at, at his due time, by his might, might, by his strength, by his power. So do not despise, despise a small beginning. I can bring, for example, people who started ministry um, a church planted at early stages. People want things um, accomplished right away and companies and in families, in brotherhoods and sisterhoods. People want it now. And, and this is a time and age where we want it in the now. We want to see it in the now. And it's there's so much easy access and resource in this realm to find and discover things. But in, in the kingdom of the Lord, Wow, his word and his goodness is supplied 24-7. And there is a promise behind of eternity. And there is a way that brings light and heart and peace and all the elements that he has for you and his goodness to any situation so that you can see clearly, so that you could operate with his light smoothly. Hallelujah. And after not despising these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. So his grace, seeing that you can complete his work, your willingness and your open heart. Remember what I said earlier, the vision that I had, and he gave me this particular chapter as I was meditating and sitting down and writing stuff out. And it made sense to me. I had to share, but I didn't share this earlier on until now. But like I said earlier in the video, his, his word is the same always. The beautiful thing about how now this resource is online, you can access this anytime and go back. So in recognizing the vision and allowing that to strengthen your heart now is completing the task, the mission that he has for you is knowing that you are accepted and not rejected. And now asking yourself and being transparent with yourself. Am I allowing God to pass through me? I'm going to go to 1 John. 1 John 1, verse 5 through 7. And it says this. This is a message we heard from Jesus. And now declare to you, God is light. And there's no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God. But go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light, 
as God is in the light, what? Then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. His blood cleansed us. His blood repaired us. His blood reconciled us. Amen. And when we understand how the light of the Lord allows us to fellowship with one another smoothly and in peace and with the accuracy of the, the heart being in the right place, then we know that we're not walking in darkness. And don't condemn yourself. Don't say, wow, I'm not doing this. I can't, I can't hear more of what she's saying because I'm not one of them. Listen, you're talking to a person here that wasn't walking in the Lord many years ago. And it took one simple weekend where I was exposed to the heart and nature of God. And it changed my heart. And it takes, it takes a, a willing heart to have that light exposed. Remember, the light exposes all the darkness. You're allowed to see things with a better light, a better view. You could just, everything's in front of you. There's more clarity. And there's the capacity and the ability to now stand firm in his word. You're no more wearing a harness of slavery. And I know that's one of my favorite scriptures. His gifts will be exposed because now you're operating from a whole new level of, of heartland, a heartland that is from Jesus. So one of the last scriptures that came to me as I was sitting down and reading this, and I can't leave that out, but it will resonate with many of you because earlier we heard about Zechariah 4. As a prophet, he was of encouragement to his people, encouragement to Zerubbabel, the trees, the oil tree supplying that oil. And he didn't understand the vision, the symbolism at the time, but he could see with the seven lampstands, that's the wholeness and fullness of the Lord, his eyes on his people. It translates, and it, this, this word is for you. Then I went to John, we exposed, we talked about the, exp the exposing of the light being within, in the same light with the Lord. That's the way to fellowship. And we can't say that we're doing this, but then doing another. It's a grace that you have been given free of charge to come back each time better and better. Amen. So Ephesians 4 was Ephesians 4, 11, 6. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the, prophet, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church. What Zechariah was doing to build the church and the body of Christ. Okay, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> this will continue until we all come to such a unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Amen? Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown away by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies. So clever, they sound like truth. The light will, the, your, your heart in the right position will be able to discern that. Amen? Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, hallelujah, who is the head of the body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together 
perfectly. Does that does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. My husband doesn't like when I say that. As each part does its own special work, hallelujah. So each part is uniquely made. Each part is designed with a task, a mission to fulfill that will that will uh, complement the other part of the body. Amen. So the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love, his agape love. We can reach that. You know, we can do far much better works than when Jesus was on earth. It's biblical and it's in his word. It's a promise. But because of Jesus, because of his blood, because of his obedience and his sacrifice to become flesh, now we can understand and, and revisit how did Jesus do it when he was walking on earth? How did, it, how did he talk to people? How did he relate to his disciples and to the people who, the people that he wasn't rubbing the right way? And the grace he was extending, there's so much there. In recapping a little bit as I'm closing, that unity being full of love allows the light of the Lord to be transparent to the people, to the body of Christ, to this new season. And anytime you hear this, any season of your life. Amen? Amen. Well, I pray that you accepted Jesus in your heart, in your life, that you declared it out loud, that this is a time for you, that you will see and discover that your heart is perfect in Christ Jesus, that you have the capacity and the ability and the strength of always utilizing the oil, the supply of the Holy Spirit, and to speak into people's lives and to do the mission that he designed you to be, that you too are an avenue to his eternity, fulfilling like Jesus did, fulfilling your mission on earth, that you go about your father's business. And it is as easy as first starting with this and then going little by little and even fast tracks uh, as we surround ourselves in the light with other people who are giants in the faith, strong in the faith. There is an edification there. There's a, a fast pace getting to A to B faster, but with the right heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Be excited. I'm very excited for, uh, for you and to one day hear your testimony. Shout out to those who uh, have supported us throughout the years. And for you who, who may not know of us, well, find out more. There's going to be stuff out there. <laughs> so I love you all. May you be blessed. May your faith arise. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time taking time for you to hear his word, to hear his full love, his agape love. Amen. It's the Gate 33 with Zayn Mel. Yeah.